Recorded live. December 14th, 2016, and welcome to episode 262 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCBUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. It is, of course, the one and the only WCBUS Revolution. I am, once again, Mr. WCBUS Chad Henshaw, joining you, as always, bringing you nothing but the best in wrestling talk here, of course. Did I mention we talk about wrestling? Of course, we always talk about wrestling. And tonight, of course, will be no exception. Of course, episode 262 will provide some rest of the news and views, courtesy of our news tag team, King Ice, <coughs> who, of course, uh, will be first man will be coming in here momentarily. Will be King and WFSF GTS Gerard T. Smith. Of course, Gerard is a 2014 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, the mainstay of the radio network and the COO of WWS. Of course, right now, his partner will, will of course, bring us some news here as well which, of course, is the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared Girolamo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer and, of course, <clears throat> a big part of all of our shows here here in the radio network, including, of course, the host of Raw Radio every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5 right here on TalkShoe.com. And providing the uh, history and birthdays here for us tonight, it will be the uh, human suplex machine, John Gross, as always. Uh, John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer as well as, of course, also a big part of the Raw Radio broadcast team as well. Uh, right now, let's bring J.D. and John in before we get started with the main main part of the program. Uh, J.D. and John, welcome to number 262 on what promises to be a very explosive and dynamic revolution. Indeed. Yes, indeed. In addition, I said to the rest of the news and views and the history of the birthdays tonight, we, of course, will be bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions on the results of last night's SmackDown Live broadcast, <clears throat> uh, some very interesting twists, turns did take place, and of course our folks here in the panel way too tough to handle WCBUS click. We'll, be, we'll definitely be bringing them here right straight here too. Their thoughts and opinions on everything took place on SmackDown last night, and then <clears throat> of course uh, we'll have some more general wrestling discussion. Uh, of course, a lot. Part of sure we'll be dealing with it with WWE Roadblock coming up here this Sunday. Uh, a few other little things here and there. 
And, of course, with some time allotted, we'll have, have a few wrestling extras coming your way. Uh, like I said, Gerard has not made it on yet, so I will take care of this for him. Uh, if you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about here tonight on number 262 of Revolution, please feel free to give us a call here. The number, as always, is 1-724-444-7444. The call ID of the Magic 6 number is 138055-POUND. And definitely press that one if you want to chime in on anything we had to talk about here on number 262 of Revolution here this evening. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it here first with the wrestling news and views segment. And, of course, to get things rocking and rolling here for King Ice, is the Ice Man himself, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., let's see what we have going on in the wrestling news scene tonight. We have the following. China's cause of death has now been determined, apparently. The, the former WWF superstar, known as Joni Lauer, who passed away earlier this year, tragically, suddenly, at the age of 46, however, uh, the autopsy report has now been uh, reported back in, however, and it is complete, however. Apparently, we understand drugs and alcohol were the cause of her death, however. China had been reportedly drinking heavily before her passing due to a variety of reasons, including her poor relationship with WWE. Uh, the L.A. County Medical Examiner that she died in an accidental matter, however, believe it or not, according to Pro Wrestling, sheet, or Pro Wrestling Sheet, however, of course, she passed away in April, as you know, at the age of 46. Meanwhile, our total non-stop deletion, however, will not air in the UK, however, that many, in which many people thought that it would air, however, mind you. Challenge TV does not appear to be, uh, it says here, hold on, I just saw it a second, so bear with me, it's just a little too fast, however. Apparently, Challenge TV, I just saw it. I just, hold on, we're just trying to get this quickly. Okay, here we go. Does not appear to be airing total non-stop deletion. The UK network currently lists the best of 2016 special that will air this Sunday, which will be one of the final episodes of Impact to air on the network. The last episodes of TNA on the network will air two final episodes of Explosion on New Year's Eve, followed by a Hardy New Year on January 1, which will have Broken Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy looking back at their top moments in 2016. Total non-stop deletion will air tomorrow on Pop TV here in the States, meanwhile. Meanwhile, speaking of Matt Hardy, he's glad that Bray Wyatt responded to his challenge, however, mind you, that he sent out on Twitter, believe it or not. And we'll tell you what he said, however, in just a second. While we're doing that, uh, we will also tell you, however, believe it or not, there is another match that has now been added to Roadblock this Sunday, believe it or not, mind you, however, as it'll be a tag team matchup involving the New Day, once again taking on Cesaro and Sheamus as they announced it earlier tonight during the Tribute to the Troops show that is going on right now, live on USA, as it was taped last night. Meanwhile, however, okay, here we go. Matt Hardy spoke with Main Event Radio for a new interview, and the highlights are listed as below. On who will be a tag team apocalypse, however, he goes on to say, the Express that rocks and rolls. Yes, they have aged a bit, but they both have vital souls. They are very healthy, and they will be in action. People will be very surprised. Decay and Crazy Steve will appear. Helms Dynasty will appear. James Storm, Bram, and Eddie Kingston will be there. There will be three or four times where the wrestling world will be surprised, and that's what I need to do. Make wrestling unpredictable again. On the Young Bucks, Matt was quoted as saying, If they can have the testicular fortitude to appear, they will. I hacked the ROH screen, and I challenged them. Many fans around the world feel that the Bucks of Youth are currently the most exciting tag team in the business. Myself and Brother Nero, we must defeat them to show that we are the greatest tag team in all of space and time. We will have to seek them out and go to the honorable ring and beat their little spot monkey ass. 
On Bray Wyatt responding to his challenge on Twitter, Matt said, I'm glad that he responded. So many people at Vince McMahon's show are puppets, and they are afraid of McMahon. You can't be afraid of him. He's nothing more than another mortal vessel. They responded, and I'm very glad they did. I have quite an issue with them. We had the final deletion, then a week later they had a fight that emulated it from the Wyatt compound. So at some point, House Hardy will come back and have a battle with House White. It is inevitable. We are on a collision course with them. Meanwhile, however, Jeff Jarrett is talking about returning to TNA, believe it or not, according to reports, however. And we'll tell you what happened in that regard, however, in just a second. Now, earlier tonight on NXT, however, Shinsei Nakamura and Samoa Joe, however, in their matchup from Japan, aired also on the WWE Network. Uh, so give me a second here, folks. I'm just trying to find the story about Jeff Jarrett. I just saw it as we were coming on the air here. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, just saw it, so bear with me here, folks. Okay, uh... I just saw it. Meanwhile, Shawn Michaels, however, has said that no one has contacted him about a Royal Rumble return, believe it or not. Oh, here we go. We got the Jeff Jarrett story now, believe it or not. And uh, believe it or not, many people thought we would see the WWE Slammy Awards this year. Well, guess not. apparently, guess what? Apparently not. Not on the network, not on any network shows. This year, they have decided to cancel the Slammy. So, at some point, I imagine they'll be back in 2017, sometime in 2017. But for right now, for the first time in a while, the Slammys will not be broadcasted on television this year. Okay, here we go. According to John Pollock of Live Audio Wrestling, Anthem Sports and Entertainment, which is the parent company of the law and the company now funding TNA, has had means with Jeff about a potential return. PW Insider reports that talk started a week last Monday as Jared met with Anthem's Ed Nordholm, who is now overseeing the day-to-day operations of TNA. Nordholm wanted the meeting so that he could get more of a background on TNA and different aspects of how the company operated over different time periods. There is no agreement in place for Jared to return at this time. But PW Insider adds that if Jared returns, the Global Force Wrestling promotion would still be an active, viable component of any relationship that comes out of the discussions. Jared has no plans to abandon the project. PW Insider also speculates that GFW could be a part of a company rebranded by TNA. TNA is, of course, looking to replace Dave Lagania, who resigned last month, and there might be a slot that Jared and possibly Scott D.M. Moore could return in. While not mentioned in the report, there have been reports in the past that the Fight Network is looking to add more content. Perhaps this is where the unseen GFW pilots could end up, maybe. Mm-hmm. And let's see, do we have any other news? Oh, yes. CM Punk joked about a WWE return recently on Twitter believe it or not. When asked about WWE returning to his hometown of Chicago, however, Punk had a little laugh about the whole deal, mind you. And we'll tell you what was said here. As this is our last story. As we will pull that up here in just a second. So, bear with me here, folks. Okay, it's coming up now, so bear with us here. Just saw, like I said, I should... <laughs> it's coming. Oh.
Okay. Um, while we're waiting for that, why don't we turn it over to John for birthdays and dates, however. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> while uh, we do that, uh, I will go ahead and point out that, of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is, of course, King Ice, premier WWS News Tag all the news that's fit to print, and of course, it doesn't fit. They always find an extra special way thing to make it fit, and of course, in Gerard's case, as you heard him say the last several nights, super glue and duct tape, the best two combinations. That's combo right there. Uh, here we go. I said John has our history and birthdays here for us. For December the 14th, let's go ahead and see what he has on that force. 43 years ago today, which would put it at... Uh, 1973, Vern, Vern Gagne defeated the Crusher to win the AWA World Heavyweight title for the sixth time. Very interesting. 30 years ago today, put it at 1986, WWF taped the ninth edition of Saturday Night's Main Event from the Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut. It would not air, however, until January the 3rd, 1987, just two days right after New Year's. The show featured a steel cage match for the WWE title. I think it was one of the greatest matches of, of, of 87. As John says it was in his opinion. As, of course, it was Hulk Hogan taking on Paul Orndorff inside of the game. I remember that. That was a great match. Uh, the match had to be restarted as both men hit four when they escaped the cage. Hogan won the match by retaining his WWF title. 18 years ago today, put it at 1998. Yes. Uh, yes. Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock defeated the New Age Outlaws in Washington to win the WWF Tag Team title. That win made Boss Man the first only man to hold the hardcore and tag team titles, I guess, at the same time. Yeah. Also, on that night, we saw the debut of Andrew Martin, of course, otherwise known as Test. As he interfered, in the Triple H and Fox WWF Championship match when S cost Triple H the title. 13 years ago today, put it in 2003, WWE presented Armageddon TD Warehouse Center in Orlando, Florida, where, we, of course, we had a Battle of the Sexes match between Jericho and Christian against Trish and Lita, but Jericho and Christian went in the match. And there was not one, not two, but three championship changes as Evolution took all the gold on that. First, it was Randy Orton won, uh, Randy Orton winning the Intercontinental title of RPD. The second, obviously, was Batista and Ric Flair teaming up to win the tag team titles after Batista had lost to the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. And Triple H regained the World Heavyweight title in a triple threat match over. Kane, and the, and the champion at that time, Goldberg. I remember that, too. That was, I was always wondering how Goldberg lost the belt uh, between Survivor Series and the WrestleMania, and that's how it happened. I guess that's when it happened. Eight years ago today, put it at 2008, WWE had another Armageddon show held in Buffalo, New York, where Jeff Hardy scored perhaps the biggest shocker in WWE history by defeating Edge and Triple H in a triple threat match to win the WWE Championship for the very first time. Seven years ago today, put it at 2009, WWE presented the Slammy Awards from, uh, in Corpus Christi, Texas. Superstar of the Year was John Cena. 
breakout star of the year went to to the WWE champion at the time, Sheamus. The breakout star of the year also went to Sheamus. Match of the year with The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. After Shawn went to accept the award, Shawn made a startling challenge to challenge The Undertaker to another match at WrestleMania 26. The OMG moment of the year, and of course you're not going to believe, it went to the, the moment where Michael Cole vomited straight on Chris Jericho. <laughs> I remember that. Two years ago, put out 2014, WWE presented TLC in Cleveland, Ohio. There was one title change in the whole show with Dolph Ziggler regaining the Intercontinental title over Luke Harper and Roman Reigns made his return after a surgery kept him out of action in September and also announced his intentions to be in the 2015 Royal Rumble match and, of course, in which he evidently he won that match. One year later, of course, speaking of Roman Reigns, 2015, Reigns defeated Sheamus to win the WWE Championship in Philadelphia. And what the stipulations added, if Reigns did not win the match, then he would be fired by Vince McMahon. The last time the WWE title was won on Raw was in July of 2011, when John Cena defeated Rey Mysterio to win the WWE Championship after Mysterio had won the title earlier on in the night by defeating The Miz in a tournament to crown a vacant WWE champion. And also one birthday here, happy 35th birthday to Johnny Jeter of the Spirit Squad. Hmm. And John says, uh, that's all the history he's got for tonight. And he added one more thing about the story. You talked about Broken Matt Hardy. He says, will Broken Matt Hardy make wrestling great again? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will say that was a firm N-O. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree wholeheartedly there. But but if he does come back, I mean, let's think about this for a minute now. I mean, he says he wants to come back, however, at the time. He says maybe. Could we see, and I know this would be crazy, however, uh, would this uh, be maybe a match between the Wyatts and possibly the Hardys maybe at WrestleMania? If if the Hardys win in the persona they're doing right now, then that would be a perfect match. Yeah, well, I think so too. I mean, I think, I think they're probably going to carry that character on out of TNA into WWE. I mean, how do you think WWE will feel about it? Yeah. You know, two, of the, two of their own returning and all that, but they're acting like they're nuts. Exactly. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it might be good for the WWE. I don't know. I mean, uh, hey, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they returned to the Rumble uh, or something like that. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens, as we all say. Uh, John, thank you very much here for providing us with the rest of the history and birthdays here for tonight. And, of course, J.D., thank you for providing us with the rest of the news and music for this evening. Uh, hopefully, we will have Keen W.O. Gerard T. Smith on here momentarily. I'll take care of this one one more time. one 724 Call ID 138-055-POUND. You're listening to Episode 262 of the Mothership Broadcast, WCBUS Revolution. Of course, right here, the, the, the birth of the WCBUS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com. I said for Wednesday, December 14th, 2016, 11 days away from the big Christmas season. Yes. <coughs> and uh, we're going to have Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, right now, joining me is the Iceman J.D. Romo. 
Bruce A.D. is a 2015 host of Raw Radio every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5, as well as, of course, Big Quarrel and other shows here in the radio network. And also on the chat box here tonight is Raw Radio partner to Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, <clears throat> of course, he is a 2016 Hall of Famer as well. Uh, while we continue to wait on uh, King and W.O. For, for his appearance, uh, let's go ahead and we'll start uh, getting getting opinions in about last night's SmackDown live show. And, uh, J.D., we will go ahead and, uh, John, we're going to start putting yours on the wall here. And, uh, J.D., go on ahead. Uh, let's hear what you had to say about last night's SmackDown live, please. Well, it was an interesting show in Washington, D.C. last night. I mean, you had Zack Ryder, of course, and uh, Mojo, the hype rose win the tag team turmoil, and now it looks like they're going to be going on to face Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, however, mind you, however. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here, however, mind you, however. Then, of course, you had the big fatal four-way, which was very, very interesting, of course, however, involving, uh, like I said, the competitors. And now it looks like it's going to be Dolph Ziggler taking on AJ in the final SmackDown of the year in Chicago, however. The same night John Cena returns, however, mind you, however. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there, mind you. Um, excuse me. I'm just uh, trying to find what else. Oh, yeah, you had Nikki and Natty and Carmella continue their little uh, tiff with one another. That's been uh, very interesting, uh, mind you. So, uh, unfortunately, that is... Uh, become more and more interesting. Of course, Alexa Bliss continuing to weasel her way out, mind you, however, involving uh, uh, saying, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm, when in fact it was all nothing but a sham. Then, of course, you have this whole thing, however, with James Ellsworth saying he was sick, however, which was absolutely stupid beyond words, however. I mean, that was just dumb. And uh, other than that, I mean, it was an okay show, but again, it could have been and should have been a little bit better if you ask me. So there you go. Okay. okay. Uh, J.D., thank you very much there, sir, for your uh, thoughts about uh, last night's uh, SmackDown Live uh, broadcast. Uh, John started with his. Uh, uh, John said so far SmackDown was held an hour and 35 minutes from where he lived. He wished he could have gone. That would have been the second time he would have went. Um, now, first off, he says, like he just said, J.D. Ellsworth getting sick. He skips his WWE Championship match once more. What is going to happen next? Hmm. Okay. Let's see what else John has to say right here. Can we get Ambrose, Miz, Ziggler, and Harper vying for their spot? To face AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, but how do we dispute this? In a tag team. <laughs> uh, John's trying to be like Tay Long says, says in a tag team match, player. No, 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 a fatal four-way match. Interesting, uh-uh. um, interesting. Uh, four interesting guys to put in the same match here. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, yes. Uh, Tag Team Battle Royal was good. John was trying to the Hype Brothers got the win. They impressed him more and more. 
And God's hoping that Zach Ryder's injury does not postpone their shot. Well, uh, I did hear he was being looked over, however. And Ron and I talked about a little bit on the debate tonight. Uh, we haven't heard any updates lately about it, but we hope it's nothing serious. But if it is serious, that that's unfortunate, though. It sure is. I mean, I hate to take, uh, you know, this, this would be kind of a dream come true seeing, you know, seeing this pretty good team coming out of NXT and I'll get an opportunity for the for the uh, SmackDown tag belts. It'd be pretty interesting. interesting to see that. But of course, having to give that up because one half of the team is injured. The Natalia, Carmella, Nikki thing is getting ridiculous. John doesn't believe that Natalia and Carmella were behind the attack at Survivor Series whatsoever. Well, I mean, this is something we continue to dispute about ever since this happened. I mean, A, I mean, Nikki Bell was supposed to captain the team at Survivor Series. Natalia wanted the spot very badly, but she was given the spot of coach. And just shortly before the match, before the women's uh, elimination match takes place, what happens? Nikki Bella gets injured. I mean, who 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 would have more to gain by Nikki Bella getting injured right before that big match? I mean, being personal, I would think it'd be Natalia. I think she would be the one to. Benefit from that a great deal by actually doing that. But that's my that's my personal opinion. And of course, John says, speaking of ridiculous, Alexa Bliss, our new women's champion, once again tries to run away from Becky Lynch. Also, John says John Cena returned to SmackDown on December twenty eighth. John believes uh, that myself and him and you, JD, know that he's going to announce his entry in the Royal Rumble match. That would not surprise me if we did. Yeah. Well, did he win? Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> I thought that I just had something like that. That's all. I'm good. Oh. If he does, Cena, Lesnar, and Goldberg will all be the three men confirmed for the Royal match so far. And if it does, although I may, I may not like Cena, that will be an all-studded Royal Rumble in Texas. Yes, it would. be a tornado in Texas what it would be. You got that right. You got that right. See what else John has to say right here. And I'm glad they let Ziggler get another shot at the WWE Championship again. I don't think Ziggler's not going to win on December the 28th. Well, I mean. Oh, this is creepy. What is that? Well, we talked. Like I said, with the whole Alan picking yesterday, is. Yeah. is, is I guess he, well, like I said, 
After what happened, however, his son said, however, mind you, however, mind you, however. It says, however, he told his son to snap a photo as EMTs took him to a hospital and said, take a shot, kiddo. That's what was that before or after he had a heart attack? Right before, I guess it says, it says, however, I guess when, however, he was the when he was at the at the rink with his son. However, it says he told his son as the they took him to the hospital. He said right before he took, went to the hospital, he says take a shot, kiddo. So he he wanted to see his son do it before they popped him in an ambulance. I guess. Yeah, it says according to reports, however. Uh, this is from what I just heard. Uh, what was it? Uh, Darren Matheson, Vice President of Pickwick Gardens, who placed the call when he collapsed at the rain color. He said uh, when he was in his office and probably within the first 15, 20 minutes of the game, these guys came around and said, hey, call 911. We got a guy down. And he was not feeling well and was coherent when they arrived, still moving around speaking to his son. Well, he said he had pain in his chest, but his color was not good. It was a little gray. And they said, how are when the ambulance... Uh, got here, they checked his files, and they put him in the gurney, sat him up, and then it says, according to Matthewson, Thick also asked his son to take a photo of him as he was being taken to the hospital. On his way out, he asked his son to take a picture, he goes, ah, take a shot, kiddo, and he did, and off they went. He then had Carter take a picture of him and said, make sure you get the rink in the background as they were taking him out, and he had, when he went by, he gave us the thumbs up, like, I'm doing guys, I'm doing good guys, I'm doing good. And I guess he collapsed and died en route to the hospital. Wow. Oh, my goodness. My that's, goodness. That just tears you. That really tears you. It does tear you. It does tear you. My goodness. Uh, uh, and, of course, I'm glad that like Ziegler... Okay, John already said that. Here's, here's the next thing that John said. With late 2016, he had and winning the Intercontinental title over the Miz. Ziegler thinks that his time is coming, but when is it? And John believes it's not won't be on the last 2016 on SmackDown unless Ellsworth has something to say about it. But if Cena announces that he'll be in the Royal Rumble match, there's going to be a lot of star power if you ask me, if you ask him. I don't think, I, don't, I think Ziggler would have a good opportunity. To, I don't think Ellsworth would be that stupid to try to interfere in that, wouldn't he? I don't think he would mind you. I mean, if he does, I mean, he better, he's, he's just got a death wish. I mean, he. I mean, he wants. I mean, he he wants to be. I don't know unless he's talking about being like the first man to go forward and for the new year or something. I don't know what he's doing. So, yep. And John, and John said that he's done with his review of SmackDown as well. Thank you very much, there, John. Uh, I mean, I agree. I, I agree with everything that, you, that y'all have said about this guy Ellsworth. I mean, he he kind of kind of spooky. He's, he's not spooky. He's still a weasel is what he is. Well, could be like a modern-day Bobby Heenan. I don't know. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, like, absolutely, absolutely crazy if you ask me. I mean, it's... Uh, and uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll hear from King and W. Gerard T. Smith here momentarily. Uh um, I don't have him. I don't have him on Facebook right now, but hopefully he'll be on. He'll be on here momentarily. In the meantime, uh, like I said, we can take care of this one more time, and then uh, I thought I think I thought we can uh, talk about here. That would be that would be 
Uh, no, quite quite interesting. Let me take, let me take care of this here one more time. Uh, 1-724-444-7444. pounds. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, this is episode 262 of WCWS Revolution for Wednesday, December 14, 2016. And, of course, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Uh, joining me here tonight is the Iceman, so J.D. Jared D. Palmo. Excuse me. Uh, J.D. is, of course, a, 2000, a 2015 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, the host of Raw Radio every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5. Uh, of course, along with the human suplex machine, John Gross, on our chat box tonight. He is, of course, the, two, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer as well. Uh, let me see what we have here. Uh, uh Okay. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, what we are going to do is, um, I'm not, sh- and and uh, uh, I'm going to take my one of my infamous lists of one of the either the 2K16 or 2K17. Roster that I have on 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 tap, and I am going to um, I'm going to throw out different uh, champions, some that are active today and some that are not, and I am going to give you three choices about which one which one of the three would be better suited to hold that title. Like I said, these titles either are in existence today or they're not. Okay. But Sounds good. Sounds good, fine. Okay. Uh, John, are you in? Diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know why I said, I don't know why I think that word is funny. It's supposed to be an ailment. <laughs> the word is funny. I don't know why. Anyway, okay. First title up that I will, I will, I will bring up. This is a title that's no longer in existence. It is the WWE European Championship. And here's a, here are the three guys that I had chosen for this belt, and who do you think will be better suited for this title? Would it be? And someone, and you might have someone that might have held this belt in the list that I have given, all right? So I understand that someone may have already held this title. But, but y'all follow, just follow along with what I'm saying. Who would be better suited to hold... WWE European Championship, would it be either A, Bo Dallas, B, Cactus Jack, or C, Austin Aries, J.D.? Austin Aries. Okay. Uh, John? John also says Austin Aries. Okay. Uh-huh. And you know what? To make it interesting, J.D., you got your notebook handy? Uh, I don't have it with me right now, unfortunately. Okay. All right. That's okay. Well, I'll, I'll, 
We'll write these down. We'll write these down later. We're just having a little fun with it right now. Right. I'll probably do this on. I'll do probably do it that way here a little bit later. Right. Uh, okay. Next next uh, championship will be uh, the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship, not the Cruiserweight, but the Light Heavyweight Championship. And let me see, which of the following three superstars would be better suited to hold this title? Would it be? Would it be A? Uh, okay, come on, give me a good. Would it be A? Jason Jordan. Would it be B? Uh, Daniel Bryan, or would it be C? Uh, uh, give me a second. Um, Kalisto. JD, your pick, please. For the light heavyweight title? Light heavyweight title, yes. Kalisto. You think Kalisto? Between out of the three I mentioned. Okay. Uh, John, your, your pick here, please. John also picked Salisto. Okay. All right. Good choices here so far. The modern, choosing, I see where we're going out here. The modern day superstars uh, holding these older titles. That's very good. Very good indeed. All right. We'll, we'll go up a, a little bit bigger here. And I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curve here, guys. A little bit of a curve. The WCW United States Championship, not the WWE one. WCW. Okay. All right. All right. Who would be better suited to hold this belt? Would it be A. Alberto Del Rio? Uh, B. Um, Braun Strowman? Or C. Dean Ambrose? JD. Dean. You think Dean Ambrose? Remember, it's the WCW version. Mm-hmm. John believes Braun Strowman would. Mm. Okay, all right. And these are just opinions, that's all. That's nothing yeah. more. Okay, good. All right, next one up. Uh, let's do one that's up there, out there right now. And I'll swing you for a little bit more of a curve. Let us do the TNA X Division Championship. All right. And, of course, I'm not using WWE Superstar, but that's okay. This is, we're just going to do this fun anyway. Uh, would you choose one of the – out of the three, which one of these would you choose? Would you choose A, Heath Slater, B, Rob Van Dam, or C, uh, Wesley Blake from Blake and Murphy? And JD. This is what title again? TNA X Division title. I'll say Rob Van Dam. Then RVD. Okay. Uh, John, TNA X Division Championship. Between Heath Slater, RVD, and Wesley Blake from Blake and Murphy.
John, I'm sure, thinking very, very carefully on this. And JD believes RVD would be a good choice to to win the TNA X Division title. The TNA X Division Championship, uh, John. Which of these which of the following three guys would you picture holding this belt or winning this belt? Would it be A. Heath Slater, B. No. RVD, or C. Let's say Blake from Blake and Murphy. I can't believe they're playing this one. John also says RVD. Yeah, that'd be a good choice. Um, Okie doke. Uh, we'll look up a little bit more. I'm sure that this belt is still in existence today, uh, but we'll we'll go for the big prize right here, and I'll pick three that I, my, that I don't think have held this belt. The NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The big belt. One of the big belts, right? Okay. Who would you picture to hold this championship out of the following three? Between A, Triple H, B, JBL, or C, Batista? JD, your pick. Three good guys, but you know what? It's made for one person, one person only, the game. Okay. Of course, you know, he follows in the steps of Rick Flair, obviously, a former yes. NWA champion uh, in his own right. John, the NWA World Heavyweight Fight, Triple H, JBL, F. or Batista. And while John comes up with his answer, I do believe we have... Uh, we have another uh, another man coming in. Did we mention something about the man? I think so. You fucking better have, or I will. Go over with him. I'll be right back, guys. Okay, all right. And join us right now is the main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network, and the CEO of WWUS, the 2014 Hall of Famer. He is the one and the only king in WOGTS. Better R to T. Smith. Uh, GTS, welcome to number 262 of Revolution. Hello there. <laughs> uh, hi there. Uh, we are in the middle of doing something very uh, very interesting here. Uh, I was calling out uh, championships from the past and present, championship belts from the past and present, and we were, I was talk, throwing out some names off the 2K16 or 17 roster, whichever one I had available. And we were, uh, we were saying uh, who would be best suited to hold the belt, each belt. And we came up, we came up with some pretty interesting ones for like four belts so far. Uh, but uh, we were right in the middle here. Uh, John was giving us his answer for this. And Gerard, I'll ask you this question while JD says stuff away here. The belt that I have talked about uh, in this time around is the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The choices that I, the one of the three choices I made were as follows: Triple H, JBL, or Batista. Uh, JD and now John both agree that Triple H would be would be the man, the perfect man to hold that belt. 
What is your opinion, sir? I'll have to go along with them and say Triple H. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, we'll, uh, while we wait on JD to return, uh, Gerard, we had already done our reviews of SmackDown, but if you wanted to go ahead, do you have anything to say about uh, last night's SmackDown live broadcast, please? Oh, I thought it wasn't too bad. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought the main event was pretty good. Uh, Dolph Ziggler getting a world title shot. I don't know how far that's going to go. James Elworth's got to go somewhere, maybe Mars. I don't know. But uh, and uh, I thought it was, it was all right. Zack Ryder earning earning the shot and then getting injured kind of sucks, I guess, but mm-hmm. uh, they're going to get fed to the Wyatts anyway, so I don't know yeah. who's going to beat the Wyatts on, on their side unless they get some new blood in from somewhere, but I think they're going to give them a pretty good run, so. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, now let me ask you this. We brought up about, oh, I'm sorry, we brought up, of course, the fact that Zack Ryder got injured. Is that going to affect the Hyde Brothers' opportunity Tag team title opportunity. I don't know yet. He's getting MRI today, I think, so I haven't heard anything yet. So uh, it might. Um, I don't know. We have to wait and see, I guess. They could maybe prolong it a little bit. But I guess they were going to do it for... I don't know if they were going to do it on SmackDown. Maybe they could push it to Raw. Or to Raw. I mean, to the SmackDown pay-per-view, so... Whenever that's in, whenever that is, so. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything else, sir, sir, about SmackDown? No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. Uh, we're good, man. I'm just I was asking you. <laughs> no, I yeah. meant I'm good on SmackDown. I, that, I can't really remember anything else, so I, I said what was good, I think, on SmackDown. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to continue this here, my man. Uh, like I said, the next championship in question, uh, like I said, is a belt that is no longer being used. But it's a belt that I think we would definitely all definitely enjoy. The ECW Heavyweight Championship. Which of the following three superstars, and Gerard, I'll start with you this time, would be best suited to hold this championship? And I'm not talking about the water now. I'm talking about the original. That's what I'll let y'all know. Okay. Um, because the original was the best one, in my personal opinion. I didn't like the new one myself. Uh, anyway, who would be best suited to hold this championship out, out of the following three guys? Would it be between, let me see, <clears throat> Mankind, uh, Luke Gallows, or mm, Bray Wyatt? Roger, please. Wow. Put me on the spot, eh? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Um...
shock everybody. I'm going to go Mankind. Mankind would be, in your opinion, be best to hold the ECW belt. Okay. Uh, J.D., have you returned? I'm back. Okay. J.D., the belt in question this time is the ECW World Heavyweight title. Sorry. Uh, would it be between uh, be the following three? <clears throat> Mankind, Luke Gallows, or Bray Wyatt? Ooh. Good choices, but you know what? you got to go with Luke Gallows. Oh, okay, okay. And by the way, J.D., I will tell you for the NWA heavyweight belt, uh, John chose Triple H as well, and Gerard did as well. So there you go for that. But uh, <clears throat> now, now, Gerard, you said for this this last one, you said you said mankind, correct? Yeah. Okay. And JD, you said you said uh, Luke Gallows. Right. Okay. I'm down to find out what John cho- chooses here. ECW World Heavyweight Championship, John. Mankind, Luke Gallows, or Bray Wyatt. Which one of the three would be better, best suited to hold that belt? John, John is going with Mankind as well. Okay. <clears throat> Did Mick Foley ever hold any ECW belts while, during his tenure there? I think the tag team titles, if I remember correctly. Okay, yeah, but he didn't hold the tag titles. Yeah, he didn't hold the, the heavyweight belt, no. no. Or the, okay, all right. Okay. Next belt there, gentlemen, will be, let's see. Uh, let's kind of swing it. Let's see. Let's take the, we'll go back to WWF. We'll say the, mm, let's see. There's not a whole lot of choice here in, in WWF. Oh, well, let's, let's do this one anyway. Let's just go and say, because it was WWF slash WWE anyway. Let's say the Interco- Intercontinental Championship. And I'll name three guys who have not held that belt yet. There's a bunch of them on my list that have, obviously. Um, between these, the following three, um, let me see. Mm. Give me a second here. Let me t- let me pick out three here. Uh, let's see. Okay, I, okay, I got it. I got it. Between <clears throat> Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Finn Balor, or um, Enzo Amore. Gerard, we'll start with you. The Intercontinental Belt. I'm going to have to go with... Uh... Finn Balor. Finn Balor, okay. JD. Who is it again? Jim Neidhart, Finn Balor, or Enzo Amore, the Intercontinental Championship. All right. Uh, Finn Balor, Enzo Amore, and who again? Jim Neidhart, Neidhart. I'm going to go with Balor, how? Okay. I think he might. I think he's he'd be he'd be uh yeah I would no, if I was picking I would agree with that too. John's also saying the same thing. Uh, do you think that once now let me ask you guys this: 
in your opinion, Jordan, let me ask you this first. Talking about Finn Balor, of course, we, we've heard some talk about when he might be returning. Hey, do you think that right away they'll they'll have him go after right right away once again after the Universal Title? Gerard, your opinion? Yes, they will. Okay, JD. I think he will. It's just a matter of time. However, you know. Sure. Okay. John, did you have an opinion about that? Do you think they'll have Finn Balor go after the Universal Title once he returns to the WWE? They kind of have to because. They throw him in the back of the line again because he was the last. He was the first one to hold it, and he he uh, should earn a a rematch. Sure, sure. Mhm, mhm. he only got to hold it for what one night? Really? Yeah. Not even that. Yeah. No. He, yeah, he won it, and then the next day he had to re give it up. Yeah. Had to give it up, bro. Okay. If say just this on a hunch, say if they don't say if they don't go that route, which that would be kind of kind of dumb anyway. I mean, you know, seems like like we all said he was the first one to hold that belt since it since it was created. Uh, what other belt would be suited for him? No, Gerard, your take on that on that. What other belt would be suited for him? Uh, you go after the. United States belt. Okay. Because he's on Raw, so he'd have to go after the U.S. belt. Um, and well, but it's kind of weird. Like they put him right up to top tier, right? Well, he's been wrestling for like 15 years, but um, you, you think that he would go after like the United States belt and then work his way up? But yeah, uh, I'd say he's gonna go for the United or whatever it's called. Universal title. Right. Because it seemed only fair because he never got a chance to really defend it like he wanted. It been, um, and it had to be. Well, he, he says got. if he comes back, however, he'll be ready to go WrestleMania. Could we see it happen, though? That's the question. So there you go. Maybe. Yeah, but see, he won't have any time to, uh, yeah. unless he comes back a little time before, he needs to start a feud, right? Unless they just throw him right in there with the, yeah. Universal champion at WrestleMania. Right. Will it be KO going into WrestleMania? I'm going to see. Let's hope, but... Uh, I don't think right. so. I don't think. Personally, uh, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe could be... I don't know. Seth might want to go back after it, but he's going to start a feud with Triple H probably... I'd say if they were smart now, we know they're, I don't know what they're thinking, but they should, I talked about it uh, with JD earlier, they should have Triple H come out and screw him over in the Seth uh, Jericho match, because so he's been coming out, I think for the last two weeks, calling out Triple H, says he wants to match with him, but he well, he said he wants to beat uh, Jericho, and then he wants to beat KO. So maybe yep. this is where it's going to go. So WrestleMania might be Seth versus Triple H for the title. I don't know. Yeah. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much more does Triple H really have, my personal opinion? I mean... What did you say? How much more does Triple H have left in the time? I mean, can you still... Well, you signed on for three more years as a wrestler. 
Right. Even though he's still got the executive role as well. I mean, he's doing that. He's doing two at the same time, basically. Right. Yeah. I mean, my question is, can he, I mean, obviously someone like him, obviously, can he handle it? I mean, right now it seems he can. I mean, I'm not. Well, he can it. handle it. He's not going to have a full-time role, of course. He's just going to be here and there, I guess. Probably for right. like WrestleMania and probably like maybe uh, like the big big pay per views, I guess. Uh, but I wouldn't say he's going to be a full time role because he's up there in age, and plus he, you know, he's got the COO role, and I don't know where they're going to go with him. Sure. Okay. Well, they'll have to wait and see on that, guys. I mean, that'd be great. Uh... That'd be, that'd be great to see. Um, of course, everyone's been talking about Seth and Triple H as well. Uh, I mean, you're, everyone's, and then Gerard, J.D., I'll ask you guys this opinion. Who has, and this might be kind of an odd question, I don't know, but I'll just give it a hunch anyway. Better pedigree, Seth Rollins or Triple H? Gerard, your opinion. Triple H. I think okay. Seth. Really? Seth lets it go too early, I, th- I think, so. He kind of does, but he hooks he hooks you in first. I mean, yeah, I mean Hunter has the same. I mean, they're both good in their own way. Don't get me wrong, but I just think Seth just snaps at the right time, Howard. And just let's. I mean, you're right. He does like go early, but if he can, it's it's hard. It's really hard to say. But uh, I don't know. Well, could it be, Jordan? Let me ask you this: Could it be because that you know Triple H has got that leg strength? He's always, always had that. Well, see, Seth has got the real thin legs, thin-legged, you know. And well, that maybe how... he's worried about uh, hurting his knee and stuff, too. Maybe that that could be, too, maybe. Could be, could be, could be. But, I mean, Triple H, I mean, has done it for a long time, I mean, right? I mean, I don't know anybody else who has done that move before him, in my personal opinion. Um, but... But I don't know. I mean, was it always called the pedigree or was it called something else prior? Um, I'm pretty sure it was called the pedigree the whole time, I think. I think so, too. Yeah, that sounds right. And he's yeah. used it for his whole WWE career, I think. Mm-hmm. As he, was he the first one to use it? Uh, I don't know about that one, but... Uh, All right. I don't think I ever seen anybody else use it. Uh, I mean, right. I mean, he's probably had different names for it, but I mean, it became well, a lot better, well known, famously as pretty much the pedigree, right? I mean, I'm sure it was named other things prior if he ever used it anywhere else. Because I mean, he had a brief stint in WCW for a time. Yeah, but I don't. Well, I'm not too sure if he used it. I I heard him talking about he used to use. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't quote me on this, but I I heard like stories that he was trying to use the like diamond cutter. So I don't know if he used that back in WCW. Right, right, right. Same what DDP was doing when the DDP was trying to get off the kick of being a manager and trying to be a wrestler. Yeah, he was using that, but I really don't know. I didn't really see much of his stuff in WCW. Okay. But, uh, well, I'll have to wait and see what happens with that WrestleMania, guys. That would be great to see, like, Seth and... 
Oh, here, here. This is how it came about. They talk about the pedigree. This is how it came. On June 1st, 1996, he appeared on an episode of Superstars in a match against Marty Gardner. When Levesque attempted to perform the pedigree, Gardner mistook the maneuver for a double underhook suplex and tried to jump off the move, causing him to land him squarely on top of his and suffer neck damage. He sued the WWF, eventually suing, uh, settling out of court, and later discussed the incident in an appearance on the Montel Williams show. So he's had a pretty much since that time. So, so, so the guy that he wrestled? Yeah. Sued? I'll be right back. One sec. Okay, yeah. George. But he sued the WWF because of Triple H doing that move on him when it was first used. Right, yes. His name was Marty Garner. Right. But he, he was a jobber, basically. He was a jobber, yeah. basically. For a double okay. underhooks, yeah. He uh, wrestles as champagne on the independent circuit, however. Uh, he was trained by the Hardys, made his pro debut in 1993. Yeah, it says here, right here. Um, right there, it says here. On May 28, 1996, however, it says here... Uh, uh, Garner faced Hunter Hearst Helmsley, however. He went to ECW, too. During the matchup, Helmsley went for his finish of the pedigree. It is reported that Garner, who had not taken the move before and assumed it was either a double underhook, power bomb, or suplex, gave much more jump into the move, attempted to flip out of while Helmsley went for the move as usual. This resulted in a very violent version of the move, which Garner landed directly on top of his and suffered neck damage. This incident was captured on video and circulated throughout the internet. Despite the move being botched, it was still broadcast on Superstar Show and even features the WWF Slam of the Week. Following this, he appeared on several daytime talk shows, including Sally Jesse Raphael, Jenny Jones, and Montel Williams, in an episode about, quote, former geeks reuniting with past tormentors. Discussing the incident on the show, a clip of Garner's match against Townsley, including the botched pedigree, was also shown. He then began appearing in ECW 1999 as the Raging Cajun managing Rod Price. He soon changed his name to Pucked Up, uh, a member of the Top family in a hillbilly gimmick. He then appeared in WWE again for two appearances in 2006, wrestling in a tag team matchup against the Pitbulls, Kid Cash and Jamie Noble on SmackDown, and then facing the debuting MVP at the No Mercy pay-per-view. He appeared at a Raw House show on November 26, 2007 against Vladimir Kozlov, and again on April 28, 2008 of SmackDown. Okay. Hmm. okay. So My goodness, okay, okay. But uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens here with, with, with Seth and Triple H. But uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting contest if that takes place. I mean, I mean, why why wouldn't you have a match of that caliber anyway? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's been it's been teased several times, right? I mean, I mean, keep in mind, Triple H. I mean, the first part of it obviously was when Triple H came out there during that big fatal four way to crown a new Universal Champion after Finn Balor got injured. Right. Yep. And what was it? And he did. He did it on Roman Reigns, and then, uh, and then he came out there and uh, he did it to Seth because he endorsed KO. Right. Because because Triple H was about when everyone thought Triple H was about to actually go after KO, and time with Seth Rollins again. But what happens? He gives he gives a pedigree to Seth Rollins. That right there was probably the first shot fired right there. It had to be. I mean, some people start speculating then. Could we see Triple H and Seth Rollins go at it at some point down the road? So we'll have to wait and see. Of course, it's like we're still talking about if Goldberg is going to wrestle at WrestleMania. So, I mean, we know he's going to wrestle. So. I'll 
send you, I'm going to send you the video of that uh, clip right now, actually, of Hunter breaking Garner's neck. You got to see this. This is this is brutal. Okay, well, well, we'll, we'll, I'll let you out of here in a little bit there. Uh, Gerard, have you returned, sir? And while we're waiting on Gerard, we'll... Uh, uh, great, uh, great. Like I said, predictions for these uh, these matches here, and uh, well, well, that was a little bit of a taste. I wanted to give some a little uh, something a little bit of a try here, and uh, we'll give we'll give that more of a try here. Um, okay, I see what it is. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, I'll take a look at that here in just a few minutes. Thank you very much, your JD. Um, but um, in the meantime here uh, uh, let's see let's see I'm trying to find Excuse me here. I'm back. There he is. There is the man. Uh, Gerard, we'll try a little something different here, bud. Uh, uh, we're going to do like a, I found a little bit of a quiz from, from around 2015. Okay. Uh, and like I said, we'll just uh, get you, I'm sure get everyone's answers here. Uh, so if, if if Gerard you're game for it, uh, um, you're you're okay with it, of course. Uh, what is it? A, quiz? a little quiz, like a trivia thing, a little trivia thing. So. Yeah, okay. Just found. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Go ahead. No, I said yeah, I'm good with it. Okay, JD, you're cool. I'm definitely down. Yep. Okay, John, are you cool? Cold as I. I'm getting ready to say the other part. I said no, that wouldn't make sense. Okay, he says sure. Okay, all right. First question. I think everyone knows the answer to this, uh, but I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna go around table with Gerard, JD, and John. First question: Who broke up the Shield? Was it Reigns, Ambrose, Rollins, or Brad Maddox? <laughs> well, it was Brad Matt. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Regis. Um, I'm going to pick Brad on this one. Um, no, I'm joking. Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth fucking Rollins. Sorry. <laughs> J.D. Rollins. Okay, John. And he also says that, too. And I'll come back with the answer here in just a few minutes. I'll let you know how everyone did, all right? Which brand was made first? Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or Main Event? Gerard, you're first. Main Event. Was made. Which brand was made first? You say main event. Uh, 
Uh, uh, well, I, I'm thinking main event, though. I'm going to say Raw. This is back in the 80s, eh? Oh, is that what, uh, oh wait, wait, is it a trick question? Uh, no, I wish I wish it was, but it's part of, it's part of this thing that was created. Someone created last year. So, I mean, well, yeah, but main event was created in the eighties, though. But um, what brand? Oh wait. Uh, oh man. I know what you're thinking. It may be. It may be talking about the newer version of it. Maybe I don't know. But I'm. I'm oh, I'm gonna. Uh, dog. Well. Well, main event or main event wasn't really a brand. Raw is a brand, so I'm I'll go with Raw, I guess. We'll go with Raw. All right, JD. I'll say the same, Raw. Okay, John. John also says Raw. <laughs> and this is gonna be funny. And you are. If anyone gets this question wrong, I you have my permission to kill them. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Third question is: What does NWO stand for? Oh is, my it, God. is it A. New World Order, B. Next Wrestling Ovation, C. Next Wrestling Overall, or D. Nexus WWE Operation? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Well, Regis, I'm picking A. JD? Yeah, New World Order. Okay. And John also says the same thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Out of the following four, which wrestler was not repeat not a part of the Nexus. Was it CM Punk, Michael McGillicuddy, Husky Harris, or Michael Tarver? Gerard, your pick. Whoever made this quiz should be crushed. Um, CM Punk. You're saying CM Punk, JD. What's the question again? Which wrestler was not a part of the Nexus? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, he Gerard, was a part of the you. Nexus, though, at the end. Right. Wait, well, wait, say the say the things again? Say the choices again? Yeah. Okay. CM Punk, Michael McGillicuddy, Husky Harris, or Michael Tarver? This is almost like a trick question, but... Well, it is CM Punk, I guess, but he was actually part of the Nexus at the end, though, but... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going with Punk. Yeah, because he wasn't the original member, I guess. Right. JD. I'm going to say McGillicuddy. You're saying McGillicuddy. Uh, John, your choice? John is passing on it. He's not going to take a shot at it. Wasn't Curtis uh, actually part of that, though, or no? Well, Michael McGillicuddy—that was that was the name he used while he was part of that, right? Oh, okay. Well, go on. Yeah. So which one? So, and I no, can I'm choose. No, I'm saying with Tim Punk, I guess. You're saying with Punk, okay? 
let's put that down and we'll and, and we'll and we'll figure that out what that is. Okay. All right. Next one. What is our truth's first name? I guess his real first name. Is it A the letter R, B Ron, C Raven, or D Rob? Gerard, you you were first. Ron? You're saying Ron? Okay. JD? Ron. And John? It's... John says Ronald McDonald. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I guess everyone is saying Ron, so we'll just say Ron. Okay. All right. Now, here's an interesting question. It's got two different years in the on the same choices, okay? And you'll get what I'm saying when I ask this question. Which two years did Batista win the Royal Rumble? Was it A, 2004 and 2014, B, 2005 and 2014, C, 2004 and 2013, or D, 2004 and 2008? Gerard, you're first. I think it was A. I think it was 04 and 14. Okay. Uh, JD. I'm going to say it was 04 and 14 as well. Okay. Uh, John. John's also saying the same thing, so we'll choose that and we'll find out what we'll find out uh, here, the answer here shortly. Next question. Which wrestler beat Bo Dallas's streak on the main roster? Was it A, Bray Wyatt, B, Roman Reigns, C, Kofi Kingston, or D, R Truth. Gerard, you're first. Wow. I guess I don't care about Bo Dallas because I really don't. I, I'm thinking. You're not a Bo Lever. <laughs> I'm not a Bo Lever, no. Um, uh, I guess Bray Wyatt got all the talent, but. Uh, Besides the point, um, I believe it was. <laughs> yeah, I believe I'm it was Roman. I think that Roman Reigns into his streak. I, I thought so, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I guess. Okay. Well, I'll, if you just want to guess, that's fine. I mean, that's yeah, Roman. I thought. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Roman. I guess. Go, go with Roman. Okay, JD. I'm gonna say it was Kofi. You're thinking Kofi. Uh, and John. And John says he thinks it was our truth. Hmm. Uh, okay, I'm doing the spin thing here. I'm going to... Well, I landed on Roman. 
We'll give that one to try and see what happens. We'll find out what the answers are here at the end of this. Okay. Next question. Which wrestler won the first ever Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Was it The Big Show? B, Andre the Giant? C, Damian Sandow? Or D, Cesaro? Gerard, you're first. Uh, I can't remember if it was Big Show or Cesaro. I think it was, uh, I think it was the, oh, hold on a sec. Holy cow. Uh, Holy! Wait, it was. Oh, why can't I think? Um. I think it was Cesaro. You're telling it was Cesaro. The first ever. Okay. All I right. Think, so uh, I was going between him and Big Show. I don't know if they both won it, but I forget who won it first. But right. I thought it was Cesaro, then Big Show. But uh, I'm going with Cesaro. Going with Cesaro. Okay. JD. I'm going to say it was the Big Show. You're going to say the Big Show? And John is one with Cesaro, so but obviously we'll go with Cesaro in this case here. Okay. Yeah, I'm, okay, let's see. Let's see. I think we'll, we'll know who the... I'll talk here in a minute, guys, just so I can get my voice. Okay. Next question here is, who was the first ever NXT champion? Was it Seth Rollins, Bo Dallas, Ted DiBiase, or Wade Barrett? Gerard, you're first. Oh, I know this one. Seth fucking Rollins. <laughs> JD. It's definitely Rollins. And John. John says Rollins for sure. So they said wrong. Okay, next up is a. Okay, let's see. How well you know your birthdays here, guys. In what year was John Cena born? Was it 1979, 1968, 1977, or 1981? Gerard, you're first. Oh, good. I don't know anything about John Cena. Wait, okay. Um, Run down the things again quickly. Sure, 79, 68, 77, or 81? Uh, 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 I'm going to say 79. 79, okay. Uh, J.D.? I'll take a stab at it. Seventy-seven. Thank you, seventy-seven. And John. John is saying seventy-seven. Okay. All right. We're 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 spinning here, guys. And we land on 
79. And we'll let we'll let everyone know what what the answers are here momentarily. Okay, gentlemen, between these four wrestler four superstars, who held the Intercontinental Championship the longest out of the following four superstars? Listen carefully. Cody Rhodes, Luke Harper, John Morrison, or Ezekiel Jackson? Gerard, your pick first. So it was Cody Rhodes, Ezekiel Jackson. Who was the other two? Luke Harper or John Morrison. Wow. I only got two that would hold them the most, I think. And out of them two, oh, man, I don't know who to pick. Um, I'm going to have to say... Uh, I have to. Oh man! I have to say John Morrison. And John Morrison, okay, JD. I'm gonna say John Morrison too. Okay. And John says, John says Cody Rhodes. It was a toss-up between those two, but I didn't know if Cody hold it or hold it, it held it that long. Because I think he had a few different reigns there, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Uh, I know one time he, the Big Show won it from him, then he turned around and won it back, I think. We'll go ahead and stick with Morrison here. We'll give that a shot. Okay. The next question here is a picture, and you're not going to be able to see the picture. But I want to just give a description, and you tell me between the four choices of who it is. (coughs) I'm going to – the best way I can describe this wrestler is he is an African-American wrestler, and he's holding a chain. Uh, who is this wrestler? Is it the Chain Man, Morty Brown, C.J. Parks, or the Junkyard Dog, Gerard? J.Y.D. Yeah, J.D. Same J.Y.D. Yeah, and John? John says, grab them cakes. It's J-Y-B. Yeah, that's right. And also another one bites the dust. <laughs> oh, yes. You see it does. He, I was just listening to that earlier. <laughs> yeah, I heard he came out to it. Uh, I think he, I think uh, J-Y-B came out to that grab them cakes at the first WrestleMania, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then the video for earlier before it was remade. Yeah, it was originally Queen. Another one bites the dust because he did uh, another one bites the dust on the first wrestling album that same year. I think he Sue Robinson in '86. I think was that. That was one of the first tapes I ever listened to as a kid. I think he won a Slammy for that too. I think he did. Yep. Yep. That might be the only award he won in the WWF, WWE, whatever. So, other than being in the Hall of Fame. So. Yep. Okay. Uh, this one, I think we, we might know the answer to this. Let's give this a shot. What does the CM and CM Punk not stand for? And here are the choices. <laughs> Cookie Monster, Chicago Made, Chick Magnet, or Sh- Chicago Man? Gerard, you're first. <laughs> I'd say Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> JD? What's the one is again? What does the CM and CM Punk not stand for? Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster, Chicago Made, Chick Magnet, or, or Chicago Man? Chick Magnet. Okay, okay you say Chick Magnet. Uh, and uh, John's going on with you are and saying Cookie Monster, so I'm just going to say Cookie Monster. Okay. Uh, I think we might have answered this one, too. We'll give it a shot. What was Ryback's old name in NXT? Was it Rybaxel, Big Reich, Skip Sheffield, or Carbon Rye? Gerard, you're first. Sheffield. Yeah, JD. What was the question again? What was Ryback's old name in NXT? Yeah, Skip Sheffield, the corn-fed meathead. And John also says Skip Sheffield. Uh, okay. What are... Let me see. Oh, okay, it's talking about the action figures. Did you see the action figures in the stores? The wrestling action figures? What are three valid WWE figure types? No, it's one of the the series of figures they come out with is what they're talking about. Okay, is it a Flex Force Elite and Super Strikers? B Basic Elite and Smashies? C Basic Stand Ups and Flex Force? Or D Stand-ups, smashies, and adrenaline. Gerard, you're first. Um, I have no clue, but... Uh, Talk uh, the acting figures here. So. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, I'll have to go with A, I guess. Go with A, okay. A-D. I say C. You, you said C. Okay. And John, you say you you also say A. Okay, we'll we'll take A then see what happens. Uh okay. Which okay, which match was Jeff Hardy in when Matt Hardy turned against him? Was it Jeff versus Matt? Jeff versus Edge? Jeff versus Umaga, or Jeff versus John Cena? Gerard, you're first. Uh, I thought it was uh, Jeff versus Matt, I 
I think. That sounds right to me, too, yeah. So you're saying Jeff versus Matt? Mm-hmm. Okay, so both of y'all agree that y'all both say Jeff versus Matt, then? Okay. John, your thoughts? John thought it was Jeff versus Edge. But we'll go with Jeff versus Matt here. Uh, okay. We okay. Out of the following four chants, okay. Which awesome. chant was which? Which of the following four chants was not being chanted during the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania in 2015? The last year. So the raw after last year's WrestleMania, which one was not being chanted? Okay. Was it A. Ronda Rousey, B. John Cena sucks, C. Brian Danielson, or D. We own Raw? Gerard, your pick. Uh, Brian Brian Danielson, I guess. Okay, Brian Danielson. Okay, JD. We own Raw. Was not being chanted. That's why I said we own Raw. Okay. <coughs> oh, bless you. And, and John says he's going to take again. He's going to say John Cena sucks. So we've got three different choices here, guys. Uh... Pick the raw one. Pick the raw one? Okay. We own raw. Okay. All right. Uh, which of the following four tag teams was managed by Shaniqua? Was it A, the Basham Brothers, B, Rated RKO, C, Angie Christian, or D, Brian Kendrick and Paul London? Gerard, your pick. I think it was the Bashams. JD. The Bashams. And John? John is saying the Bashams as well. Okay. And these may be the following. This may be the last one here, guys. I'll have to double check and see. Who are not related from the following two people? Not related. Okay. <clears throat> A, Jimmy Uso and The Rock. B, John Laurinaitis and Animal. C, Sasha Banks and Snoop Dogg. Or D, Charlotte and Hulk Hogan. Gerard, your pick. <laughs> uh, D. Okay, JD. All right, what's the question again? Sorry. Who are not related? Who are not related from the following? Uh, from the following two people. A, Jimmy Uso and The Rock. B, John Laurinaitis and Animal. C, Sasha Banks and Snoop Dogg. Or D, Charlotte and Hulk Hogan. D. You're saying D? Mm-hmm. Okay, and John? John also says that as well. Okay, well, believe it or not, guys, 
out of 19 questions, uh, <clears throat> um, we got 12 out of them right. I'm trying to figure out how we can check and see what the answers were, uh, which I don't know if they'll let me do that. But So 63%. Uh, so uh, let's let's try one more thing here. We got a little well, we got a little bit of time here. Uh, 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 let's see. Hmm. Okay. Let's see here. We're, one off of WWE.com itself. This this ought to be more accurate anyway, I think. Okay. Okay. All right. Question and this off WWE.com, guys, okay? And we won't and there's a bunch of them we won't do all of them, of course, obviously tonight because this is a little bit late. But we'll do uh We'll do 10 of them, then we'll call it a night, okay? Sounds good? All right. Which superstar's entrance music contains the lyrics, they broke the mold when they made me? Is it A, Shawn Michaels, B, Dolph Ziggler, C, Billy Gunn, or D, Mr. Perfect? Gerard, you're first. Say Dolph Ziggler. Thank you, Ziggler. Okay, JD. Who did what now? Which superstar's entrance entrance music contains the following lyrics? They broke the mold when they made me. Is it HBK, Dolph Ziggler, Billy Gunn, or Mr. Perfect? I'm gonna say uh, Mr. Perfect. You're saying okay. You're saying Mr. Perfect. And John is also saying Dolph. Let's see how I can... Okay, let's see here. I'll do this way. Well, I'll have to figure out how to do that here. And the correct answer is Dolph Ziggler. Question number two. Which of the following four championships has John Cena John Cena never held? Never held. Is it A Intercontinental title, B US title, C WWE tag team title, or D WWE World Tag Team title? Gerard, your pick, please. Don't believe he won the IC title. I think. Okay, you say so. You say the IC belt. Okay, uh, JD. T. You're saying which one? T. C. C. So you're saying the tag team titles? Yeah. He's never held them. Yeah. Okay. And John also is agreeing with Gerard. He thinks it's the Intercontinental title. The answer is the Intercontinental title. 
Edge, question number three, and everyone, this is a classic moment right here. Edge and Christian's favorite, famous five-second poses were, according to them, for the benefit of those with, with, with what? A, short attention spans, B, flash photography, C, cheap seats, or D, video cameras. Gerard, your pick. <laughs> flash photography. J- J.D. J.D.? Yeah, flash photography. Okay, and John also says the same thing, and the answer is? Uh, the answer is yes, flash photography. Okay, next question. This is a true or false, guys, true or false. At 25 years, one month, and 13 days, Yokozuna became the youngest WWE World Heavyweight Champion. True or false? Gerard, you're first. I'm going to say false. You're saying false. JT. I'm going to say true. Saying true. John. He's saying false. Gerard, you and John said false. JD says true. It is false. That distinction belongs to Brock Lesnar. Ah. Okay. Next question. Which former member of the Shield is the only one to have held the Intercontinental title? Is it Ambrose, Reigns, or Rollins? Gerard, your pick, please. Ambrose. J.D. Okay, and John also says Ambrose, and yes, it is, in fact, Ambrose. Okay. Which superstar was the first to hold the Divas Championship in 2008? Was it A, Maurice, B, Melina, C, Michelle McCool, or D, Mickey James? Gerard, your pick first, please. Oh, wow, this is a tricky one. Um... I'm going to say Michelle McCool. Okay. J.D.? I'm going to try Michelle McCool. I'm Michelle McCool, too. Okay. John says, John also says that, too, and the answer is Michelle McCool. Okay. Which superstar did Shawn Michaels not partner with to capture the WWE World Tag Team Championships? Was it A, Diesel, B, John Cena, C, Marty Jannetty, or D, Triple H? Gerard, your pick. Um, Diesel. 
You're saying Diesel, okay? JD. I'm going to say Diesel, too. Okay, and John? John says Marty Jannetty. And the answer is, son of a gun, John got it. It was Marty Jannetty. Damn. I thought he won the title of Marty Jannetty. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought he had it before, too. Well, I got the Rockers. Rockers won it. I thought. I thought they did too. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, I won't go back. I won't go back and look at that. I won't go back and double check that. I mean, I thought they did it one time. Unless WWE's not recognizing it, maybe I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. They don't okay, like Marty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Gerard wanted to be Diesel. <laughs> right there, you go. Uh, at WrestleMania twenty. Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar with this superstar acting as special guest referee. This is, a, I think we all know what this is, but I'll give out the choices. Is it, was it A, Eddie Guerrero, B, Stone Cold Steve Austin, C, Kurt Angle, or D, The Rock? Gerard, your pick. Stone Cold. J.D.? Stone Cold. And John? And John's doing his Jim Ross thing about saying about Stone Cold and capital letters about seven or eight times. And the answer is, yes, it was Stone Cold, Steve Austin. All right, uh, we'll do two more here, guys, and then we'll go ahead and uh, uh, we'll call it an evening. Which superstar said the following? I am not the biggest, I am not the strongest, but I'm... Sure, I'm I'm the toughest. Was it A. Daniel Bryan, B. Dolph Ziggler, C. Jamie Noble, or D. Ray Mysterio? Gerard, you're first. Sounds like something Jamie Noble would say. Second, Jamie Noble. Okay, JD. I would say Ray Jr. You're saying Ray. John, you're saying, John is also saying Jamie Noble. The answer is, oh, my Lord, Daniel Bryan. This is WWE, guys. I'm, I'm just reading what it says here, so don't blame the messenger here. Okay. Uh, another true or false question. Chris Jericho holds the record for longest intercontinental title reign at 454 days. True or false? Gerard, you're first. Oh. I'm going to have to say false. You're saying false. JD? I'm going to say false. I'll be right back. Okay. And John? All three say false. And are y'all correct? That record belongs to the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, I think let's just do one more for kicks, guys, and then we'll call it. I know I said we'll call it, and we'll do one more for kicks. Um, JD, are you back on? He's gone to the toilet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gerard, I'm going to start with you. And like I said, by the time I read this, I'm sure he'll be back. 
The longest women's championship reign lasted an astounding 10,170 days and belongs to which WWE Hall of Famer? Is it A, Alundra Blaze, B, the fabulous Moolah, C, Mae Young, or D, Wendy Richter? Fabulous Moolah. And J.D., have you returned? No, he hasn't. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, John, I'll go ahead and ask you while we wait for J.D. Uh, both Gerard and J- John says the fabulous Moolah, and we'll wait for J.D. to get back. I'm sorry, I'm having to take off of a cartoon. Uh, JD, he's falling in the toilet. Oh no! Get him out of the chair. Gerard, I love asking you this question because I know what your answer is because I, I find it cool whenever you answer this question. I'm going to ask it here. Does it really pay to be rude? Always. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I did tell you the thing I saw on YouTube. Someone did a thing on, I think it was 2K16 or 17. They, they did a thing for Bobby Rude being in the game. I told you they were using Rick Rude's Titantron. Yeah, you did. That was pretty cool. Yes, it was. Uh, but uh, I think that when they were going to actually put Rick Rude in that game, I think they actually found an old clip of his, obviously, and um, repeated it. But I don't think you would be, if anyone was able to remember word for word how Rick Rude did that. Because he had he had that he had that style of doing of saying those exact saying that phrase exactly on cue all the time, and it rarely ever changed at all whatsoever. They had to have taken a clip from a from a show or something and put it on that game. Because if anyone tried to re- repeat what he said, it wouldn't have done it justice. In my, in my opinion, no. So. Only Rick Root could say that. Yes, indeed, and of course, again, Gerard, personal opinion, Rick Rude, Hall of Fame this this coming year? Well, I hope so. He should be. He should, yeah, me too. I believe that. I believe that guys like him and Bulldog and Owen Hart and all them should be. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. J.D., have you returned? Okay, we'll... I wonder if he hadn't passed out or anything. Attention, Jared DiGeronimo. I keep wanting to keep calling him DiGeronimo, not Geronimo, like what his name is. <laughs> what it sounds like. It sounds like Geronimo. Like, I want to do that. 
But anyway, I'll just go ahead and say, I'm sure he would probably say the same thing. The answer is, of course, the fabulous moolah. Where she held it for, what, 28 years, I think is what they said. So, uh, and we'll save, we'll save the... Uh, uh, We'll bookmark that and we'll we'll bring it back here tomorrow. We'll possibly uh, maybe on Wolfpack tomorrow night, I guess. Uh, on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think uh, hopefully JD is okay. I mean, he hadn't he hadn't come back on, uh, but I hope that he'll he'll be uh, he'll be okay. But, um, but uh, on that note, I do want to thank everyone for popping in here tonight. A uh, little extended edition here of number 262 of Revolution. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, we'll have our double dose uh, part uh, part two. Um, Gerard, possibly a top heel tomorrow, maybe? I'm not sure. Okay. In case we can do a we can do another profile if you like. In All course. right. Okay. Um, and then afterwards, we'll of course bring in NWO Wolfpack from nine to eleven. Uh, of course, the namesake show of our own King NWO right there. It's Wolfpack. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but um, but we'll uh, we'll let everyone know about that. Uh, but be sure to join us for that tomorrow night here as well. So we thank you for joining us here this evening. And to take us home here, as he always does in true radio network fashion, the main man himself, King NWO. A man, take us home, please. This has been another episodic episode of WCWUS Revolution. The players in the game are as the Following Chad the Boss and Shaw, John the Human Suplex Machine, King NWO, GTS, and last but not least, in 40 minutes, he will be the birthday boy, JD the Iceman. And I am back, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that'll that'll be happening at 6 o'clock in the morning. Be exact. So you're gonna drink at six o'clock in the morning. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be nice though. But I gotta go in. It's if I if I start at six a.m. That'd be great. But I gotta work at ten. Otherwise, I'd have a couple right now. However, believe. But I'll be doing that on Friday night though. That's why I want to try to get my predictions in tomorrow. All right, and GTS. Uh, oh, wait, let me finish what I was saying. Uh, uh, you threw me off now. Uh, oh, well, did JD have anything to say before we close her out? No, not much to say. No, okay. We are good. Well, have a good night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless, and see you in the ring.